Hey, this is great. I'm glad you found us. Welcome to the conversation. This is the Wags and Fresh Podcast. Well, the loveliest thing that I ever did see was a young man dreaming of what he could be. Okay, today we're going to talk about SGP. Everybody's got it. You can't go to a doctor and get rid of it. It is. <laughs> it is stimuli, the gap and the response and how your life will be directed by how you live and observe and participate with the gap that's between stimuli and response. So go ahead, Justin. Yeah. What I, first of all, what I like about, um, you know, calling it SGP, you know, or <laughs> SG, SGR is right. Yeah. SGR. I don't know where P came from. Yeah. Maybe yeah, that's SGR. what I was worried about if I caught it. <laughs> is that although i do like sgp or at least you didn't say stp and you know we're talking about stone temple pilots yeah um but with sgr by by creating an, an acronym which i know that there's acronyms all over the place my world i live in a world of acronyms at work is that but what's important about those things is it lets you to it allows for you to simply identify where you're at in stage because if you just say and you and i had some discussion on this right is that the stimuli, what, what do you, ultimately it's the G we want to talk about. Correct. Right. Yeah. It's because we all get stimuli and we all create, we all have responses and we're not spending enough time. You and I are any of us enough time in the G, which is, you know, what are you doing in the middle? What are you, what are you doing between those two things to ensure that during that, that gap, you're evaluating what it is or, or how you would like to per, prefer to respond um, based off of a variety of different factors, which we'll get into. And, but, and so what I like about creating the acronym is that you, you, very quickly, you could say to yourself, I'm going right from S to R. Mm-hmm. I'm not spending enough time in G because if you just talk about it loosely, you, you know, and even when you and I spoke about it earlier this week, that's, that became my little bit of an obsession was how do you create the process that allows for you to pause you know, and spend time in the G, like what, what do you have to do to self-regulate? Um, how could I help you when I see you going through that, going right from S to R or vice versa and all that's so like, you know, uh, so, and so I, do have an answer my, for, I do have a, a pretty well, solid answer. Well, but, but, and, and I want the answer, but, but what I'm saying is that I love about the fact that you created it as an acronym is that at least now it's very simply, you didn't spend any time in G like you, I could immediately go right there to myself, to you, to anyone else and say, and then, then that allows for the discussion, which I think you're going to talk about, which is what is that process really need to be so that way people don't have to call you out on the G or you don't have to call yourself out on not spending enough time there. So what, what are your thoughts there? Well, I mean, I think, I think the, the, the G has you know, three main categories. And, and the funny thing about having these conversations and why everybody should be having conversations is SGR didn't come out until the second. You know, we, we did not talk about SGR at all. It just happened with having fun with the conversation and almost spending time in the gap. You know, SGR came out of the gap. So, um, yeah, so the G, you know, at least as far as I have it three days into it is um, (laughs) um, G is, I mean, you have to clearly understand your goals and then you have to almost be an observer and a participant simultaneously, even if it takes a pause, because nobody is going to be upset by an answer that comes a second or a minute later. No, that, right. that, that's not going to bother anybody. 
Right. However, the wave that happens after it determines everything. Sure. Yeah, I mean, because listening has, as we've discussed before, and everybody really knows this, I think, um, is listening to yourself and to others is really where you gain all the knowledge you, you need, really, to be able to properly align yourself with what it is you want in your life, um, how to help others, how, you know, what people are asking for and what, you know, cause so much of the time, and we'll just very simply say when, when you talk, when you're talking to somebody and you're asking them how you could help them, if you are not listening, you're just going to give them something that you think they want because you didn't listen. And, and the gap, the gap does the same thing, which is okay. Now listen to yourself, take a second. And this is where, to your point about knowing what your goals are, creating goals, knowing what they are. So that way, very quickly, you can say, is this congruent? Am I aligned with, uh, am I working towards, am I, is my response feel like I should be um, working towards those things, right? And if the answer is no, then you say, okay, well, then what should I alter in my response that Mm -hmm. would more closely align myself to those goals? Um, And that's what the gap really does is allows for that pause to say, um, and and as it, it becomes a what we're talking about is practice and, and you know what else lives in there i mean and, and please don't don't stop the practice one because that's you know that's that's the whole the whole thing is you know the wiring and the practice and the yep. and the repetitions but you know compassion and empathy also live in there too you know a second to actually get out of your own head and see that there's a human being that what they brought to you um you may have um incited it or or caused it to come out of them but you are not the source of it. And, right. and, and, and we need to see people that way if we truly want to help them and help ourselves respond in a way that, that benefits us and them. Sure. Yep. And, and that's really going back to the, the and I, that we could go into that very deeply because I think that the um, we all we will fall into it ourselves, but we also both from, you know, frustration and, and aggravation <clears throat> and so forth. And, and we respond a lot of times negatively because we don't take that time and how many times i know i can't even the millions of times i've had to apologize to to jesse or anyone that i've ever responded to too quickly too harshly too quickly without taking that time to truly listen to to evaluate to process to say okay that's what i'm feeling like i should respond but then i have to go back and apologize because i didn't take the time and i just emotionally reacted and it doesn't mean that because here's the other thing even if the emotional response was the correct one if you take the time in the gap space to think about how that aligns with what you want maybe what you want is to communicate better with your spouse so that way when you're emotional maybe the emotional response is true and should be communicated but it's now done in a in a better um, more in a way that they're going to be more willing to receive because if you just create an outburst nobody's willing to receive that like nobody you know even though in the principle of the emotional frustration you have is correct and validated the way you're doing it becomes a problem and so this pause also becomes not even necessarily saying that your response is wrong, but the style of your response can improve. Right. So, um, and that's where it goes back to the practice part, which is the only way you do that is by taking, just kind of keeping yourself at sort of arm's length in a way in, in the, in the, in between 
you know, the stimuli and the response and saying, okay, I'm, I'm receiving this, I'm processing. And you might need to come up with techniques on, you see it all the time with people on interviews, you know, they've been trained to respond in a way that whether it's repeating the question or, you know, or saying things like, oh, I really like when I do a lot of interviews, I know people who have been trained in interviews because they go, that's a really interesting Mm -hmm. question. I'm glad you asked me that. And that whole 15 seconds, that response has been practiced. So they're not even thinking about that response. They're not actually, they didn't really think, oh, I need to say these words now. They just, that's an auto response that gives them time to think about what they really want to say in the response, right? So they've already been trained in the gap, right? So, um, so that's, that's what we're talking about here is how do you, how do you, and I think that's what you need to, you, you want to jump into is how do you, or how do we want to start to create that process for the gap that maybe one way today or but might change in the future well i i sort of upgraded the acronym if that's okay already so so they say (laughs) isn't that the point you say they say you um get more flies with honey than vinegar right or whatever that saying is and sgr is like sugar right so right you know you know stimuli understand your goals and your response is sugar so, right. you know, because what you were saying is, is very true. It is not the intent or your purpose or your goal alone that um, helps you reach it. It's your ability to communicate it and express it in a way that lifts other people's up and encourages them that actually allows everyone to reach their goals. So, you know, your goal alone, you know, w- wouldn't do the trick if you're not, you know, understanding what people are feeling and what they're thinking and and the best way to uh, deliver that to them because um, getting what you want done and causing a ruckus to make that happen, which you would think would be a step towards your goal short term would never get to your goal long term as it would if you were to go and help others and sacrifice uh, your short term goal at the moment to build a community of people that'll do anything for you. Well, and it works two, two works in two different ways or the, it works in the same way, but and it's ultimately, I guess what I'm trying to say is that the result is going to be the result in, in the sense that let's just use this example. I'm working with a, a colleague and I have two options on how my responses are going to be. Now I've already trained myself well enough to know what I, or let me rephrase it. I already know what my goals are. I already walked into the meeting saying, I know what my goals are. Right. So that's top of mind because that's why I'm in the meeting. Hey, I'm trying to achieve this goal. Right. So in that I have two ways that I can respond to the stimuli that they're providing to me because we're having a conversation about a topic and I, it's not aligning with my goals. So I can have the outburst response, which is that's unacceptable. I, you know, that's, I need you to, to be aligned with this and I can force that down their throat. And they might, to your point, they might say yes, short term, but then in their mind, they're saying, well, I'm going to be unwilling to work with this person in the future unless they're, they outburst with me. So every other time that I want to work with them and I don't outburst, they're like, I'm not working with them because they're pain in the, you know, but. And, and outburst worked with them before. So now you're trained to outburst. Correct. Exactly. And I know that that's what I have to do to get anything from them. And that becomes the whole dynamic of the relationship and all the in-between moments that are lost that could help me towards my goal because they're not thinking about ever helping me in the non-outburst you know, moments because, uh, you know, that's the that's the now the dynamic that we've created. Now, ultimately, you you might be in the outburst mode because you realize 
this person doesn't ever really want to help me. Well, guess what? You let's say you go down the road of what are you doing to help them? Well, no, let me let me yeah. let me just finish this yeah. all out. Let's say you 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 train yourself to say my response is going to be better, more professional, and um, and ultimately you. You a you maybe you lose a little bit on the short term, but you gain now some some of those wins in the in between, right? But ultimately, the person may never want to work with you really ever, right? Because they might have different goals. By the way, they're not congruent with your goals. Right? They might, and and you know, a lot of times in in situations, relationships, work, profe- you know, personal, so forth. Part of the reason is that you got to say to yourself, well, their goals are not aligned with my goals, so we're never really going to align. So you ultimately you come to the same conclusion, which is whether I outburst with them or I don't outburst with them, they don't really want to align with me because their goals are different than mine. Right. Mm-hmm. So then you're saying to yourself, how do I want to live my life? Do I want to live my life with with a relationship with this person where it only is outburst or do I want to have a, a more calm, you know, better relationship with people that are like ultimately they don't they still don't want to work with you because their goals are different yeah and then, but at the same time you're actually having a better experience yourself in life because you're not creating all this frustration and outburst that you're going back to your office and going i can't believe that person doesn't want to buy yeah so, well when so i, when I hear saying, you say when i hear you say that i think this is this is where the line in goal is you know there's the, the two types of goals are are you making goals off of the kind of person you want to be or the type of material things and labels you want to receive? Because, you know, if you if there's there's a difference, if, if your goals have people in the equation and you in the equation, I think longer term relationships lead to more happiness than material success, you know, or and then there doesn't have to be an either or um, sure. I, you have to choose that. Um, but, um, you need to know what that is when you put in your goals, because if it's a lower priority goal, you have to make a decision based off the higher priority goals. Cause even if you succeed on paper and you don't have the happiness you're looking for, you're still, you're still not making decisions based off your highest priority need to be happy. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's, that's really ultimately too, where I think the second strategy of having um, more um, calmer interactions with people becomes a better long-term play, both for your own self, um, you know, you de- decrease your stress levels, you know, you, you improve your, yeah, what if that you know, person the, gets a job? At, what if that job, that same Correct. person, you know what, yep. say they're in the middle of this stressful situation, you were there and loved them through it. You never yep. got along at that place. They end up at XY Corporation running the world. You run into them later and you know what? You're the one guy. You were the one guy who yep. who, who was there for me Yep. in that bad yep. situation. Yep. But I was even going to just say ultimately, <clears throat> too, that even if – and that's definitely something I think that a lot of people um, – only think about as they're coming towards the end of their uh, career within a specific organization. They don't think about it the entire time. And you so do it again, because it's right, not because that's going to happen. So sorry for well, the little outburst. Yeah. No, no, but but I think that but I think to, to your point, this actually ties into the whole thing, which is if from the beginning, from let's just say you start your day one, if from day one 
you're working through this process, right, of, of SGR, then, then you're already setting yourself up for that without having this, okay, I only think I have six months left here. I better start being really nice to people so that way they, they'll hire me if they go get a job somewhere. <laughs> right. they'll, they'll recommend me, which I see that a lot happen, right? And um, so the other part to, to that is that like as, you, as your stress levels are decreased because you're, you're working sort of the second strategy and not doing the outburst part, the other part to this is that the, the wins that you get are, are going to ultimately – lead to to your point about the you know you'll start to only really have a firmer position but not outburst for the things that truly matter right mm-hmm. you'll let the other things go that when you say to yourself okay i have goals but from the, and, the, and from this person i'd like to get these 20 things to achieve my goal but there is a priority list within those 20 things and i'm going to really f- be firm about these five and i'm going to be f- maybe firm but less firm for these five and then these other 10 if i don't get them okay and but but for what happens when you get into this outburst mode is you defend all 20 and then you start to defend all 20 equally and and when the reality is now you're now you're fighting as hard for the thing at 19 as you are at one and if you just prioritize the things that are important they're going to be more and you're more calm about the whole thing they're going to be more willing to give you the things at the top because they also see that you're willing to give up the things at the bottom well let me ask you a question would you be willing up to give two through 19 for one it also well i mean the like maybe if, if you have if <laughs> you have I mean, should number, that one is. yeah i mean should but i mean what should the gap be between one and two like like if, well, if it's it, your number one i mean is that it depends. you know it, it depends it's well i mean i'm, I'm, I'm saying if your number one goal is to be kind you know sure. could there be anything after that that would that should change that or and obviously, it depends on a variety of things. Obviously, in a right. corporate setting, your your kind is is nice, or whatever and, whatever your number one is. But you know, right? But I think that if it's if I'm saying I need you know to I need these three things, and and again, you and I have had this conversation about like you know you know what eighty twenty and statistical probabilities and things of that nature. So if, if I know that these three things out of the twenty is eighty percent of what will get me what I need then I'm going to fight for those three things. Now to the one versus it would be the same sort of argument to say, if the one thing is 70% of what I need or 60%, then maybe yes. Right. But Mm -hmm. if it's only 40%, then no, I also need two and three, right? I can't eliminate two and three. I might be able to eliminate four to 20, but so I guess it just depends on the situation. So so how I'm seeing it it visually is almost like stimuli is all these different things coming in from all these different directions. The gap is like a funnel and the, and the response is the tunnel. It goes out towards your target. It really is. It really becomes. So because the response is going to come out, but do you want to shoot it in the opposite side of your target? Do you want to shoot it over somewhere else that wrecks that like wrecks something that somebody's trying to build over to the left or do you want to fit it right into the bullseye as, as the best you can? And, and you that's, know that requires what? repetition, right? That requires pulling back the bow. That requires holding it steady. That requires seeing what the wind does to the arrow. You know, all the stuff we talked about. Well, you, you know what I'm just thinking about is that 
what what we're really saying without saying it is that we're really manipulating ourselves um, if, to get to what we want to 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 reprogram and we rewire our brain in a way that allows for us to be more consistent and you know aligned with what we're trying to accomplish. Which, again, in, when I put min, the word manipulation in that context, I don't think anybody sees that as a negative. I'm trying to improve myself, and the way that I do that is manipulate how I process information so that way I could. Improve well, it's it's manipulate responses. or be manipulated, right? I mean, well, there's, there's well, a... <laughs> so using the idea of manipulation as being something that in, as you're manipulating yourself and and making that a positive because under the in you know from a context perspective, manipulating yourself to get the goals that you want is a good thing. The 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 risk that you run is that then then you apply those things to to the situation we're describing, which is to go and work with a colleague and, and essentially use that self manipulation to manipulate them, which obviously starts to sound a little bit like a negative connotation. Um, but ultimately what you, one filter that I really um, believe that we all have to have is that you have to have empathy to understand that if you know that that manipulation will will cause them to be terminated i'm not saying that you should say don't do it because obviously you have to make your own decision on what you what you what you need to do and how you prioritize things but i do think that you have to at least put that in the filter equation as we talk about this filters and funnels is that if because if you don't then you will be um potentially frustrated with yourself down the road because you're gonna have to go to sleep at night and think to yourself my actions called this person to be terminated and i'm not saying that that means you shouldn't do it because obviously you, everyone has to live with themselves but ultimately i think that has to be part of the filter process because obviously manipulation is a very um we're trying to talk about self-manipulation to get what you want but obviously you still have to go out into the world and interact with people, which will mean that potentially you will be manipulating them with the best intentions. But understand that if I go in and I, I list from from what from that person, that person will be judged by somebody at some point and say, well, you didn't do your job correctly and you're gone. And again, it just needs to be a filter. I'm just that's all I'm saying about. Yeah. That. And manipulation is such an emotionally charged word. You know, it's like. It um, but but the, the truth is, is, you know, when you lay in bed and you know you want to exercise and you're having thoughts of how you can do it later, um, that's your lower self manipulating you to stay in bed. So, right. you know, we're just talking about you have a vision of who you are and, and your greatest potential. Sure. And that's truly who you are. And it's out there for you. And anything sure. that is in the reverse of that, whether it be repeated thoughts of your past or whatever, is a manipulation away from what you're capable of. And when you set your filter right and your goals right and all the things in there and, and it's in align with the, the type of person you want to be, it will be for your benefit and the benefit of others unless you set your filter wrong. And, you know, you know, it wouldn't really lead to places, um, you know, in my mind, uh, unless you had ill intent in your filter to um, to cause others harm. So it should be something that you could always put your head on the pillow at night and and always live with knowing that that you, you know, did what's best for yourself and everyone. And, um, you know, sometimes the world and life um, makes things happen that, um, you know, don't always on paper seem like a positive outcome by how it looks. 
Um, but in the end, we can't always go by how things look. We know that um, everything that's happening is what's best for us and how we take that stimuli, how we put mm -hmm. and how we filter it and how we respond is um, truly where life and growth happens. Well, and, and one of the realizations I just had as you were talking about them, we were talking about this empathy component is that part of sometimes, sometimes part of the challenge that some people have with that they already have that filter. They already have an empathy filter that they that they use all the time. And unfortunately, when you talk to those people about their frustrations, about what they're not getting out of their life and, and being congruent with their goals is because their empathy filter is too big, that they're they're actually prioritizing everybody else before themselves and they're not getting what they want. And then they get frustrated with I'm always putting people first in front of me. And I mean, I hear that all the time, you know, and and, and, and I have to try to say, well, and now in the context of this, say. You know, your empathy filter is too big or 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 prioritizing that more it, than you're prioritizing yourself. But here's the thing here. Here's here, I mean, here's another spin on that. If, if you think this applies, it's really are you having empathy because it makes you happy or are you having empathy because you want something? You know, yeah, and, obviously. And, that, yeah. Sure. And, and, and in the end, you have to realize that, you know. Always look at yourself first <laughs> and you're doing something without expecting anything in return. So sometimes, you know, you could be using a good word and you could be using good things, but you're bringing the word manipulation again, but you were um, you're actually doing it to manipulate in, in, in the negative. Well, that's it. That's my you, you just tapped into my as much as I studied. I didn't study Buddhism a ton, but I studied it enough to, to, to where I found my my spot where I struggled with, which is this idea that there could be any, you know, any action that is purely good. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if you are even if you're a Buddhist monk and you're, you know, doing something that is, you know, for somebody else, you already know that the goal is to get to nirvana. So therefore, is it truly, you know, an action that's, you know, pure? Or is it just something you're doing because you know that this will get you to a place, right? So I, I just struggled with that saying, can there really truly be any action that is, you know, meant with no, well, no reward back? And you know right? what I just, you know what I just thought of, though, but on the other side, that frustration they're feeling is the next level of empathy. So, it is. so, it's so, no doubt. so it's, here's it's, the, it's... here's the cool part. No matter what brings that up, that's the next level of giving more empathy and finding more happiness because what they've just ran into is pride and selfishness right. or, or whatever the right word would be to say they're running into the next level and the next level always has that component to it. So it's still a good thing. Yeah, it, it is. No, it, 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 again, it's still to your point. I think the next level was the great, great way to put that is that it's still the next level for sure. Um, but that that just on a, that was just a little bit of a, a tangent. on. Me no, no, no. It was perfect. It, it was perfect because it brought, it brought us to a great place. If you have something that's a high value, just because it leads to frustration doesn't mean you're off track. Right. It means right, you're exactly. growing. Right. Exactly. Well, and and the other thing that had hit me as we were discussing this, and now we're going to change it for the third time, <laughs> is that <laughs> is that uh, we there needs to be a fourth component to this, which is, you know, whether we use the word evaluate or whatever we would use to be the fourth, you know, letter in the acronym, there has to be the moment that the dust settles, right? You the stimuli, 
you you reviewed your goals in the gap um you you know went you went ahead and responded and then you sat back later and said how did that go did i how was the practice right right and so did i did it did did my execute did my practice help with my execution and if so, great. What do I do to remind myself to reinforce that, to do that even more in the future? If not, why not? Um, so there needs to be some level of moment that you say to yourself, am I, am I practicing what I'm trying to do? And if, so, and if I'm not, what could I be doing differently? Well, it's if almost, am, it's almost sugar again. I mean, it's almost just yeah. like putting sugar after it again, right? Yeah. So the stimuli you're going to receive are the responses you've given. Right. So yep, it, it's just one sugar after another. You know, it, yep. it's just, you know, you just turn it to the next power. And that's that's what gives and that's what's cool. You know, it's, it's exponential. Right. So it's sugar. Then it's sugar to two. Then it's sugar to three. Then it's sugar to 10, you know, to the 10th power. And, right. and that's where it, it gets its strength. The more consistently you can apply it. Exactly. Yeah. So that was fun. That. That was fun. I'm really excited to kind of it, no different than when we threw out ATM before or the bus stop bubble thing. I mean, that's the kind of uh, I think goal, goal of what we're trying to do here is have fun with conversations to get to a place where we could see how this applies to our lives. And you and I use the ATM acronym all the time um, about attention, time and, and uh, money and uh, the same with bus stop and bubble. So uh, have fun with it. Thanks for bringing up the conversation, John. And uh, we'll talk again soon. As you are. Keep the conversation going. Hit play.